back to another exciting episode of Saturday Night Gaming Presents Dawn of the Dark Star. When we left off, things were getting really exciting. Really, really exciting. Really fast. It doesn't seem like anybody could have walked away from that, but people did. So we're going to go ahead and pick up where we left off as Solaris, hidden in cloak mode, was walking to a hidden facility in the, the ground when a giant with a wrathful eye in the middle of his forehead landed in front of him. But before we do that, I'll go ahead and let everybody introduce themselves, starting at my left, and we'll go ahead and go through the players that are going to be in the game tonight. I am Dan, and I'll be back as Wayfinder Mune once I find my way. Hi! Matt back again, uh, still temporary, um, as Dobby... You know, the, the the klepto. Dobby the devil, the the diabolical Dobby. Yeah, diabolical Dobby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm going to be playing as Raphael, aka the Watcher, and I have no idea what's going on. But you are listed in the credits properly now. Yes. Ah. No, not at all. You want candy? Flavor? No, I don't like cotton candy. Icy flavor. That's weird. It is weird. I am Ronnie. I'll be playing Lofan Mito, the Death Shade. And I am currently in chains and on my way with Dobby and Lady. Tyranny. Tyranny. Uh, Alright. I am Caleb and we are Solaris still. still. And I'm going to go find a way to save my friends. We will see. Hopefully. All right. So, what I'm going to do, uh, actually, is I'm going to segue. Oh, it's crazy when people do that sort of stuff, right? But I'm going to go ahead and segue back to uh, the Desert of Drac, uh, the southern, Thank you. the southeastern side of the Desert of Drac, and the secret facility of Dr. Stein uh, as... Wayfinder Mune and the Watcher are trying to make their way through the facility. You notice that everybody else has traveled down the elevator shaft, making their way to something to find Dr. Stein. Um, as you are right now, you heard a large banging at the doors that you originally came into the facility at. You knew that uh, heavy metal had transferred over the comms, that there was a large storm, a sandstorm with a demonic shadow inside of it. And then you heard the doors pried open, and a gust of sand and wind debris has flushed through the facility. As you begin to try to sort yourselves out, covered up in, I'm sure, debris and whatnot, trying to gain your senses, uh, that's where you're at right now. You can go ahead and roll for perception if you want to, to figure out what's going on, maybe if there's any danger present, that sort of thing. Start with you on the left. Um, okay. I will roll perception. That is a seven. All right, so um, you can sense that there is a terrible presence in the room. You don't know where, but you feel an icy cold grip upon your soul. Is there like a lot of dust and debris in the air? Yes. Can I roll to use my wings to blow it all away? Gus. To maybe boost his perception? To clear some... You gotta use Gus. 
Oh, well, well, we could have done that before. Yeah, that would have been a teamwork thing. Or you can just roll to clear out the area and maybe do two things yourself. Roll to 10. Oh, all right. Let's do a 12. So you have a clearer bird's eye angle of the room just because you have great eyes. Uh, you use your wings to clear away some of the dust and debris, and you notice that there is nothing there. There are no alien uh, creatures, no entities, nothing there. You perceive absolutely nothing at all, and you do see that Wayfinder Mune is laying on the, on the floor. He seems to be twitching um, on the ground. Okay. Well, I'm going to go... Uh, well, I guess that's your turn now, right? No, just what would you go, like to do? I want to go help him. I want to go... Uh, <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to need you to actually have one of your D4 out. Okay. And go ahead and roll your D4. Alright, so you're starting to hear a plethora of voices going on inside your head. Okay. Uh, between Griff and Remnants of Solaris and Falco and Moon, and there seems to be a new voice that's growling in the back of your head. Um, one of these things is not a bad idea, but it's one of these things is schizophrenic. <laughs> 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 it's not to make fun of people with schizophrenic yeah. mental disabilities. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but they are definitely coming from inside my head. He doesn't hear anything. Okay. He would have told you if he had. I think I probably would try this anyway. Uh, I've got a ability called Isolation Bomb uh, that pulses a target's mind, stopping sensory input for a turn. And you want to do that to yourself? I'm going to try it on myself since it is a mental effect. I don't think I Hoping to see if it would stop something. Basically shuts down the okay. input from my senses, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So that is a tent. All right. So as you're walking over to Wayfinder Mune, you see him concentrating real hard, and he puts some fingers into his temple pressing them deeply as he concentrates, and then you uh, feel a ripple of mental energy across the room as he then stops twitching and lays completely still. He is unconscious, and it is up to you now what to do with him. All right. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess I want to see if I can... Uh, well, if he's unconscious, I'm going to try to wake him up. Uh, so, yeah. All right, you just slap him in the face? Just go put, you know, I, I might use the nanobots <laughs> to try to examine what exactly is wrong with him. Okay. Hold up, 14? Okay, so the nanobots leave your hand entering to his body. Uh, they start traveling around. They notice that there is an intense cybernetic relay that goes from his, um, spinal column into a cybernetic brain that houses some organic brain <clears throat> still left inside of it. 
they begin to do more investigating and find that there's an infection spreading from his chest through the rest of his body. Uh, and as they get closer to the chest, they begin to fry out and die. Ugh. Wow. Well, you know what that means, guys? He's got caves. <laughs> <laughs> He's got cancer rates. Uh, there's nothing I can do for him at this point. It's nice to know you're... <laughs> Take a strong shot of painkillers and hope you don't die right now. Here's some vodka to wash it in. Alright, so that's where you're at. Uh, they didn't get to the source of whatever it is that's causing the infection. Alright. Um, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm just going to glove up and go in. Alright. So Do I still have my... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, my, I guess, utensils around from when I was working on... <laughs> They're all scattered about and dirty. Oh, okay. So I'm elbow deep in his chest and he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to tell you how I got there. No, <laughs> rip my hole. All right, so you just want to rip open and find out what's going on inside? Yeah, my, wings, my wings are sharp. We'll cut them up. All right, so you cut off the, the vest that he's wearing on top and you notice that there is a black crystalline formation beginning to grow across the sternum on his chest. Hmm. Can I let's see. Let's just try to let's just try to take it out. I'm just gonna kill you right now. Roll for it. <laughs> uh ten. Okay. So basically, you start to maneuver your wings to cut around the crystalline formation on his chest, but as they get close to it, they begin to dissolve at the touch of the crystal. Oh, you got it. All right. Um, we'll just slap him and see if he wakes up. All right. Slap him real hard. Uh, Tim. All right. He slaps the crap out of you. I mean, hard as hell. Uh, bringing so, some so sense. So same turn. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, now you're you're been slapped. Like, <laughs> he didn't even put baby powder on it. He didn't even oh, soften the blood. Wake up, desperate times. So I guess this is the end of that turn. So, so I roll your defense. <laughs> coming back up. Three. All right. So as you start to re resolve to yourself. Mune is the strong voice in your head for the moment. Okay. Um, you look down at your chest, you see this growth. You see him with his wings pointed at your chest. Why did you put that there? That was already there. That's what they always say. I just discovered that. <laughs> it's not what it looks like, I promise. Trust me, it was already like that. Um, I was searching for the source of infection, and it appears to be this uh, crystal on your chest. Well, get it out! <laughs> I try. Try and pull. Uh, it, okay, roll for it. Okay. Your hand dissolves. Is that uh, con or strength? This is turning into Gyver, guys. Turns out it doesn't matter. Uh, nine. All right, so as you begin to reach towards the crystal on your chest, uh, black veins grow through your arm, and then you grab hold of your own neck and start choking yourself. Um, I'm going to try to shock the crystal. All right, we'll wait for your turn, since you already grabbed yourself. Yeah. 
Well, I think since my wings are now damaged, I want to try to repair those. <laughs> All right, so no viable workstation left in this facility. Darn. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to... Is he still on the ground? I'll help him to his feet. Yeah, uh, he's still choking himself on the ground. <laughs> I'm trying to stand about. All right, so he stands up, still choking himself. Choking himself? Yeah. <laughs> I... Stop oh, we should probably stop doing that. I'm actually <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to pull his yeah. hand away from his throat. It didn't All go right. well for David well, Carradine. Uh, five. <laughs> five. Well, you get it. All right. So, <laughs> as you reach to grab his hand and pull it away from his throat, his other hand reaches up and starts choking you. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. I've seen this movie. <laughs> Idle hands? Yeah. Oh, God. Both of them. <laughs> Don't put it in the microwave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen that movie. Okay. Since that doesn't seem to be working, I'm going to try and... You know, there's these options, too. Just so you all know. I'm going to try and discern what's going on with the crystal. All right. So go ahead and roll forward, mixing it with your wisdom. Five. All right. I have an idea of what's happening. You have no clue what's going on. <laughs> it's nice that you think <laughs> oh, With this hander on my throat, I will try to discern what's going on. All right, let's hope you can figure it out. <laughs> you, guys have, you guys have a weird idea of dating. Uh, yeah. Seven. Seven. You know... For a fact that within this facility, there is nothing you can do to help this man. And you think to yourself, if only we were back in my lab in the city, I might be able to figure something out. Oh, if only. <laughs> can I carry? Well, I guess I need to free myself from this grass. So well, I'll do that. Get out of the underground facility. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's work on that. Uh, eight. Eight. All right, so you're, you managed to pry his hand away from your throat, and maybe you need to try and convince him that you need to carry him home. And he looks at you and says, Take me home tonight. Is he still choking himself? Oh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't rolled to stop. <laughs> Go ahead, take a turn. Stop choking yourself. Uh, eight to stop. That's All right, you managed to resolve yourself Dropping your hands away from the crystal, and as you do, your body relaxes. Man. <laughs> so, are you good to, to make your way back to the back to the top, so we can fly out of here? Yeah. Um, do you mind if I, I think carry so. you? You're faster than me. I'm also. I was going to try to get to the second day before you carried me, but okay, you're faster. If you want to carry me across the threshold, let's go. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and roll just for giggles. Uh, Ten. All right, so you managed to pick him up, carry him out of the facility, and you fly. Now, as you're flying over the wild back to Aloria City, I want you both to roll a perception check. Is there a genius problem about flying while they do this? 
So that is 11. Would that be off int? Yes, with your vision, yes. 10. Okay, so as you look down, as you're flying back over the wild again, you notice that same green light that you notice going on in the depths of the forest. It seems to be pulsating at a brighter rate, and the trees themselves seem to be growing more and more out of control. They're even latching on to the outside barrier of Aloria City. Your perception, however, picks up a completely different uh, vision. As you close your eyes, you get a uh, marked reality switch as you see a wolf howling out, uh, shadowed in emerald green light. Okay. Um, it is howling to you, and as it does, you feel a deep pain within your heart and your soul, knowing that it is also in pain. That's what you see as you fly over the wild and make your way back to Aloria City. As y'all are doing that, we're going to segue back to Toluca now as Dobby is escorting with his partner Tyranny. He is escorting the Draken Death Shade and, uh, and uh, Heavy Metal as well. And Solaris himself, under the guise of his invisibility factor, is running back to Dr. Stein's facility as a large, and I'll give you some numbers. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's okay. I'll give you some numbers. It's a 20-foot tall giant. Lands on 20 feet tall, yeah, or, you know. It's a lot bigger than you. Alright, so it lands in front of you on top of the facility, and as it gazes down, a third eye begins to open in the center of its forehead that glows a bright golden and red aura from it. As it does, it stares directly at you. So, what is the probability that this creature can see through our cloaking device? The probability that we are screwed is high. Take immediate offensive action. Offensive or defensive? Offensive. Okay. Let's no. go ahead and... Defensive. Ah, defensive. Yes. That would have been my suggestion. Okay. Let's try that. Let's roll two dice and see what happens. Play with your decks. Nine. Nine? All right, so uh, basically as you see this thing start to gaze at you, you run to launch yourself into the air trying to maybe get out of its grasp. Now, it definitely sees you. It, you draw its attention and the attention of several of its cohorts now that are landing behind it, each of them only 15 feet tall. None of them with third eyes in their foreheads, but equally ugly and big, carrying... Um, barbaric tools like clubs and maces. I thought the dragon were bad. Uh, I did too. Alright, now uh, y'all see this going on over there. You see the giants. You know your opinion on giants in your land. Especially with the Napoleon complex that you have. <laughs> Translate. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, gotcha. No, no. It's wee wee, literally. Oh, he peed himself. Oh no. <laughs> That's Dobby. Oh, Dobby. That's true, he does pee a lot of liver. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get the scent off. It's like hitting a skunk in the middle of the road. Should I get that checked out? 
Yeah. <laughs> One of the lessons. Yeah. That's a too many for me. Let's keep going. Come on. All right, so you want to keep away. Yeah. Tyranny pulls against you and she says, I back down from no threats. What's wrong with you, Dobby? You know our mission. Yes, I know it's the mission. We have prison, so let's go, come on. All right, now you're there as well. And you see what's going on. You see Solaris in trouble. You see the facility which you came from. You see the giants. I just kind of survey. I just kind of keep to myself at this point. Okay, so as a dragon warrior, you're going to see these things and you're just going to kind of shrug it off. Oh, that's right. He would want to fight these, wouldn't he? With one of those blades that you hold with two hands. It's... Maybe he's sad because he misses his bud. He misses his he misses his wing, bro. Yeah, my wing. <clears throat> Idea. All right. Squaw. <clears throat> now Dobby's still pulling yeah. on you with the chain. He's like, no, Dobby, me, Dobby, me. I look at tyranny. Your friend's a coward. Agreed. I'm Unshackle me and I'll help you take these beasts down. All right, so she clicks a button on a switch that she has and the shackles fall off from you. All right. And she yells, follow me then. Let's see who a true warrior is. I'll show you a thing or two. Ooh. Let's hope you have at least one. Chills. <laughs> I have two. Oh, good. She pulls out her uh, energy blade and her energy shield, and a funnel of wind grows underneath her feet, and she launches herself out towards the giants. I follow. I, I start running. Wings. You have those. Too. Oh, that's right. I do have wings. I yeah. forgot. Wing grow thing. Yeah. I fly. Okay, so you fly into the field. All right. Now, as you do... I forgot I had wings. Seeing that Dobby size. <laughs> Last week was a F haze for me. And starts chasing nothing. them down. God, right. I'm tired. So we're going into this battle with them. Dobby speeds past you in a bolt of light <laughs> and runs faster than both of you can fly <laughs> as he launches himself towards the giants. I chuckle. Because the sight of it's funny. E I mean, it looks like Mini-Me running at super speed. Yeah. Yeah. E Little legs are just... <laughs> That's like... Speed Gonzalez. Oh man, that's horrible. That's horrible. All right, All right so the, the giant definitely sees you running towards him. Uh, one of them approaches to block the first giant, the larger one. Mm -hmm. And reaching out with a mace starts to slam it at the ground where you are running and you are flying. He's when he swings that he's fifteen feet tall, so he's swinging from the air down. Mm -hmm. You both need to evade that. As I'm evading, can I remove his uh, weapon from his hand? Eight. Ah, uh, probably not with that. Tyranny does very well. She evades the mace. It's a three plus for me. Um, the mace is really big and you're very small and no you cannot remove it from his hand it smashes in the ground in front of you uh so a lot of the debris hits you 
So as you run directly into the debris, you knock back down and think to yourself, why Dobby do these things with these people? Just want it shiny. <laughs> Dobby had it shiny. More I should've just gone. I should've come, I should've come. All right. You're bad influence, you hear me? Bad influence, you hear me? What did you roll? Roll an eight. All right, so you managed to evade it, but you have garnished the attention of the giants. The original 20-foot giant starts to look at you. His eye starts to open wide and stares directly at you. Roll evasion. His third eye? His third eye. Eleven. Eleven. You see it, you feel a chill within you, and begin to dive bomb away from his sight. All right. Now he begins to gaze around again, seeing only one person left flying. She also dives out of the way and tries to evade the gaze. She seems to know something a little bit more about this giant than you do. I'm gonna shoot him in the eye. <laughs> All right. With what? Oh wait, that's right. I don't have my bow anymore, do I? But you have those two bases. I do have the two swing maces. That's right. Long shot. <clears throat> I'm gonna fly and I'm gonna try and um, hurl my hook maces into his eye. <sighs> okay. My eyelid, let it go. Thirteen. All right. So you succeed at throwing the hook maces towards his eye, and they latch on to either side of his tentacles. You are now latched on, basically, standing right in front, flying right in front of the gaze of this third eye. All right, so on top of that 13, hook into his head. Go ahead and roll with your constitution. With my constitution? Yes. Six. Richard? is now joining us as Mark. Say hello, Mark. Hello. All right, just hold on a second. We're right in the middle of something and we're gonna to get to your part, okay? All right. All right, so you rolled a what? Six. Six. You feel like your blood is boiling. You lose grip of your maces and you plummet to the ground. That's not good because my maces are attached to me. Oh god, you're like a, a, a chain necklace for him now. Alright, call me two chains. Subtract from your armor an eight. eight. Eight from my armor? From your armor, then leak onto your health. So the armor is going to take the initial buff. Okay. And then down. Was I healed from last time or not? From last time? From the previous episode. This is still just oh okay, okay. Second, second part, part. We didn't okay finish. so no so no <laughs> so negative uh -uh. where are you at now not good <laughs> hold on <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there all right so you want to know where I'm at I'll tell you where I'm at I'm on the ground ah somewhere. Squeaky, squeaky. This is the noise of his wings trying to flap back <laughs> into the sky. After all that, yeah. As I'm hanging and dangling as a necklace at this point, because the 
They're still attached to you. Yeah. Okay. So you're hanging around him like a, a necklace as he begins to maneuver back around. You're still present. Is he still focused on? Uh, he doesn't care about this dangly thing anymore. So he went right back to me. He's just there. He's no longer okay, attached so to you. But I'm gonna try to scale this massive beastie. Okay. And get up to that eye. Gotcha. Ooh, that'd be dead. Steered him? Yep. Seven. Alright, so you're on his back at this point. Hanging around tight as he moves around. Alright, and back around to you, Dobbs. Dobby doesn't like that he got hit in the face. So, Dobby's going to take his righteous right hand and hit him back twice as hard. Okay. Or attempt to, anyways. Okay. Uh, a seven plus. All right, so you start running at super speeds to the 15-foot giant that hits you with the mace, and you scale up his body and hit him right in the jugular with your righteous right hand, and thunderbolts of lightning start escaping from his skull as his head explodes in front of you. <laughs> and one? you see this midget riding the 15-foot giant down to the ground, now it's headless. The you one still dangle from the 20 foot giant. Oh, okay. This is the one that hit him. I look at that and just go, <laughs> That's one! <laughs> I just chuckle. <laughs> Alright, so then Red Tyranny flooding. moves to try and save you from the giant that you're dangling from. Terminator's huh? one. Alright. She slashes at the chains that are attaching you to the giant and manages to sever you free from it. You broke my maces. But I saved your life. You did no such thing. You have not the perception of a normal person. I am not a normal person. That is, yeah, that's why we were going to kill you. But moving on from that for a moment. Just say thank you and move on. She tosses her sword to you and tells you to activate it with the switch on the hilt as a violet blade of energy becomes a double sword. A double sword? Like a two-handed claymore. You're forgiven. <laughs> Thank Oftentimes you. Oftentimes I am. I figured you needed some booty from this adventure. Indeed. What? <laughs> a reward. Indeed. A treasure. Yes. Get your mind out of the dragon gutter. <laughs> I am Timmy all right, so now you have that sword available. The third giant that was on the other side of the big one maneuvers and says, uh, he says to the larger one, he says, Excuse me, King Bahalpur. Allow me to remove these lice from your presence. As he takes out two large clubs and begins to swing at all of you. Roll evasion with your dexterity. You're going to roll with your uh, dexterity to hang on. Nine. Okay. Nine plus. Gotcha. Ten plus, right? Eleven. Ten plus. All right, so you're managing to completely hang on to his back and start to climb up a little bit higher. As you jump on top of one of the clubs, you're holding on to it as he's swinging it around. 
You rolled a what? A nine. A nine. So you managed to escape the club, but he is now rushing directly towards you. You are the focus of his his aggression. It's your turn. So oh, okay. For the listeners, <laughs> he pounded his chest. Yeah. He slapped his opai. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone not watching on YouTube, there's a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> we have now gotten into a slap fight in the room. Alright, so 15 footer coming right at you. He's got a midget on his club. Alright, so I'm gonna. So it's just the guy with the two there that's coming at me, right? Right. I'm gonna try and cut his ankle. Cut his ankle? Mm -hmm. Alright, let's go ahead and roll for it. Hopefully, he has an Achilles tendon. Hopefully. Maybe it's a close guy. has got cankles, man. Come on. It's going to be an 11. All right, so you run directly at him, slicing at his ankle, severing a majority of his ankle free from his foot as his knee drops to the ground. You're going to need to roll evasion from the slamming weight of the giant that's falling on top of you. 12. You roll completely free of his, of his fall. And you see as he slams to the ground, uh, now on his knee, he's going to swing around wildly. Roll to hang on. You hold on tight to his club, electrifying it actually, as it swings back and forth wildly through the air, lightning bolts flashing everywhere. Hey! Look <laughs> the shiny! All right. He's going to retaliate at you, so go ahead and roll for evasion. Eight. All right, so you manage to evade just barely as he slams the club into the ground, rocks flying at you everywhere. Okay? Baby, I'm a firework! What would you like to do, Dobson? Uh Just exactly that. <laughs> I will jump off as he slams into the ground. I will jump off the club and I will try to uh, punch him in the face. Okay. Oh. You run to punch him in the face and he basically headbutts you into the ground, slamming you into the, the, the granite ground and you're just like a little Dobby crater. Guess I'm not a firework. All right. Oh. Huh. Uh, yes. Is his belt buckle still secured? It is on him. He is in the crater. All right, so. Guys, Achilles tendon. Let's see. I am going to try and disable his arm as well. All right. Eight. All right, so you run up to slash into his arm, and you bury the plasma blade into the meat of his arm, but it's stuck there at the moment. Oh, boy. Wedged in. All right. This is not good. Now, roll again for hanging on. 10 plus. All right, you are now at the base of his neck. You are holding on tightly. All right. Um, Dobby, roll for survival of what's happening to you. As the giant then slams his 
fist into the ground several times, smashing you into a larger Dobby crater. All right. And I'm in the arm. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> Tyranny rushes to try and protect you and bashes it in the face with her energy shield, shoving it off balance. Ten. To continue cutting. You pull the blade, slicing through the arm the rest of the way, severing it from his body. Announcing, this is your Independence Day. Heavy <laughs> <laughs> metal, you still missing an arm? Uh, no, actually, my arm reattached itself, if, if you didn't remember. And I'm just going to stay over here watching like I like to do. I, I didn't really want to get involved in this. Sure Nobody <laughs> asked me, and really, if you, if you had, it would have just been a lot of cuss words. You sure you don't want another one? Uh, looks a little bit big for my taste, but thanks, strange creature. All right. Back to you. Um, I'm going to try to scurry up as much as I can. Like, knife hand my hand into the creature's third eye. All right. Roll for it. Come on. Is this the one that called a slice that he's slicing into? No, he's on the king. What is that? My reason. Dex? Happening right now. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> as you run up his head and reach around in front of the third eye, uh, he was just beginning to activate it again. You take one off your armor and eleven off your total health. As the eye just catches your hand and then burns your hand free from your body, you fall to the ground, stumped. Okay. All right. Uh, you hang tight for a second. Um, Dobby's still in a crater in the ground, if mm -hmm. you notice this. Uh, you and Tyranny are still trying to aggressively deal with this one-legged, one-armed giant. Still seems mighty intent on spraying his blood on you. Is he a bar fine purple people eater? Yeah. Have some caves. Alright, so I'm kind of just going to leave this giant there. And I'm going to fly and try and stab the king in the eye. Alright, roll for evasion. Seven. Okay, so you try to maneuver away from the giant. You start heading towards the king, but as you turn your back to the one that only has one arm, he headbutts you off your track. Okay. All right. Uh, Tyranny sees this. And she severs the creature's head from its body with a glaive that she pulls from her belt. She sends it flying towards him, and as she does, what you see is basically as it wedges it into wedges itself into the meat of its neck. His head then just explodes with a typhoon of winds. And the glove returns to her hand. It returns to her hand, she puts it away. I'm gonna need one of those. All right. Um, what are you doing? Am I back on ground, I'm assuming? You're on the ground with a stump for a hand. Same hand that's actually missing the solar panel. It's like it had weakened armor. Thanks, Dobby. 
Yeah, he's still a grader. He is a Dobby grader. I'm yes. gonna walk over there and just puck it off him while he's on the flat of his back. All right, roll for dexterity. Roll for strength. Seven. <laughs> All right, so six plus. You make it over to him, and you reach down, and you grab a hold of his belt buckle. But as you do, both of his hands come up and grab a hold of your one hand, actually, that you're grabbing the belt buckle with. He's attached to you, and Dobby says, "Touch it again, and I'll light us both up." As I reveal three thermal bombs on me. <laughs> give it back. I promise, I can make a larger explosion. I don't, don't care about your explosion. Mine's bigger! <laughs> I would tell you to roll for charisma, but I know Dobby. Can I try to plant my foot on and rip it away? Roll for it? strength, roll for evasion. Oh, I'm also using Ben Barr's lift case to do it. Alright. Seven. Three. He stomps you on the face and pries the belt buckle away from you. Activate. Reattach it. All of the thermal grenades are now activated and blinking on his chest. Jeff, back away. All right. Hold Roll on. Roll for evasion. Hold on. Roll. <laughs> Four plus. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Solaris launches into the sky and gets thrown slightly off course, slamming back into the ground as a thermal explosion that once was Dobby goes off. And, uh, I mean, you're all just standing there watching as this midget goes, What's the big shiny? I'm a firework! And explodes in front of you incinerating what's left of the decapitated giants that were around him as you see uh, a four-clawed gauntlet launch into the sky and jank, 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 scatter across the ground. All that remains of Dobby. <laughs> Dobby, thank you for your service. It is always a pleasure doing business with you. It is always a pleasure being Dobby. <laughs> Can I pick that up as well? Um, you can attempt to. You can attempt to, actually, yes. Hey, your boss. Thank you, sir. Who would that be? Gather loot from the loot. Uh, your uh, constitution. Eight. All right, you grab it, and as you do, surges of electricity start pulsating through you, and you can't seem to let go of it. Go ahead and take one off your health. And for each turn that you're still holding it, you're going to take an uh, increasing amount of damage. Well, I'm glad he got it first. Uh, all right. So back to you, sir. You're on the ground in front of the giant king. I'm going after his eye again. Okay. What's your roll? 14. Okay, so you launch up into the sky trying to hit his eye. He mm -hmm. reaches his hand in front of his eye to protect it, and you manage to sever one of his hands free from his body. Wait. Now, as Tyranny sees this, she rushes in to assist you. Failing horribly as his eye now has complete gaze over her. Um, she... As you look up, the hand drops to the ground, and you look up, and she rushes at the eye. You see it glow a 
crimson red that you haven't seen since the explosion in the desert of Drac. And her body is consumed by it as she incinerates and you see a glaive fall down to the ground. I'm going to pick up the glaive. Alright, attempt two. Roll that with your constitution. Eight. Okay, so you hold on to the glaive as gale force winds start to consume your body. You're basically in the middle of a tornado uh, that you've caused upon yourself, taking one damage. And for as long as you're holding on to it, you will take increasing damage if you cannot take control of it. Solaris. Yes. How do you feel? Well, I keep on holding Charge. on. Am I Solaris if we can somehow integrate this into our body? Okay. Uh, roll for your intelligence to speak to Solaris and his amount of lore. Nine. Nine. Okay, so... I do not know how much I can be of assistance in telling you what exactly the power source of this gauntlet is. But I can tell you, if we continue to hold on to it, my ability to preserve your human brain may lapse. Alright, so with that information, instead of like trying to just take his mind, I'm going to, as, strong, as much force as I can, just chuck it as far away so no one else roll for strength. Plus the one, so that's a ten. Alright, so you do manage to throw it away from you into a rocky crater in front of you. Still static charge. Um, then can I put the solar panel back in place? Yeah, you slap that back on your arm. Some healing processes start to happen as far as your hand reforming, not your health. Mm -hmm. Alright, you're still caught in the middle of a gale force storm. <clears throat> Have to take control of this before I can do anything, right? You can either take control of it. Mm -hmm. Or try to let go, but you're going to have to roll strength on it, or constitution on it either way. Thirteen to take control of it. Alright, so as you begin to grip it tighter, you focus your intense warrior spirit into the glaive, and the winds that were once consuming you have now maneuvered off you, but are still running rampant through the field in front of you. There's just like this tornado bouncing back and forth, slapping rocks all around the area. As this happens, I'm actually going to cut away for a second. Uh, Mark, how are you feeling? I'm good. All right. So, real quick, we're going to go over okay. some information with Mark. Uh, <laughs> now, this is going to basically be a little short segment, a short story that I'd like to call Mark's Narrative. Now, uh, Mark actually appeared in Aloria in a medical facility with Commander Strathmore from a land which he came from that was filled with demons and monsters and all sorts of stuff. And since he's arrived in Aloria with Commander Strathmore, he has seen technology and humanity. He's seen more of a normal world. The two of them escaped the city down to Riverside, and uh, as they were staying in Riverside... Commander Strathmore walked over to Mark one day and he said, I've got to go. I need to find myself. And I cannot do that here. And I cannot do that with this sword. I need you to hold on to this possessed blade for me. Make sure nobody gets a hold of it. 
Trust me, your survival, and better yet, the survival of this realm, may depend on your ability to keep this blade safe. Can you do this? Oh boy. <laughs> he says as he begrudgingly accepts the blade, seeing Strathmore walk away into the distance, disappearing from his view. Now, you and I both know that from that moment you have had encounters with a stealthy cyborg group of crazy men who then launched you into a desert. And you went to sleep overnight in the desert, and when you woke up, you decided this was your best opportunity to escape these madmen, and you run into the forest. And as you run into the forest, you try to find safety in the shadows of the thick foliage of the forest. That seems like a good idea, right, Mark? Yeah. Yep, that seems like a perfectly fine idea. Nothing can go wrong. It sounds like a Mark idea. All right. Now, as you enter the forest, you're actually approached by several of these creatures. Uh, these creatures that you would know from your magic perception are actually called ferals. They're like giant wolves with uh, raccoons-type markings on their fur and reddish fur covering their body. As they approach you, what do you try to do? I try to, like, back away slowly. Okay. Uh, do you have dice with you? No. So you need me to roll for you? Yes, yeah, please. Whoo, Mark. All right. So you back away slowly, not knowing that the ferals hunt in a specific pattern where they approach you with numbers in the front and send a solo hunter in the rear. That hunter, that wolf, the feral, actually grabs a hold of the uh, clothing on your body and starts to run with you. He doesn't seem to want to eat you, but he is carrying you somewhere. Now, as he carries you deeper into the heart of the wild, you approach into a clearing that has a large waterfall and a brook in front of you, uh, like a lake right in front of the waterfall. And standing above the waterfall, you see a beautiful woman clad in green robes, green and black robes, and long black um, unkempt hair as she gazes down into you and says, You! Young one, what are you doing in my forest? Um, right now I just seem to be lost. Ah, lost means that you are ignorant. Are you ignorant, small child? Uh, probably. I appreciate your honesty. How would you like to serve me? Um, that sounds fine. You would like to join my cult? Yes. Good. There are not many people that understand the ways of the wild. To join my cult is to submit yourself to the ways of the wild. Do you agree to this? Sure. She waves her hands in the air in front of you, uh, ephemeral green lights dancing off of, off of her fingertips. 
as vines start to grow from the ground, gripping into your flesh as you become one with the wild. But as this happens, a shocked look comes across her face and says, You are very unique, aren't you, little one? I'd say so, yeah. Something quite strange about you indeed, and I think that it could help me very much. As several parts of you are then ripped apart, and what once was one is now four. And those four now become one with the wild, turning into uh, large wooden oaken creatures that, as anybody who would have existed in America during the millennia, would know look like Groot to a degree. Maybe scary Groot. They look like scary Groots. But there are four of them. Each one yelling out, Well, monkey! Monkey! My monkey! Oh yeah, that's right. You <laughs> <laughs> behind. And you're going to roll for perception, and I'm going to go ahead and let you do that. Oh boy. And you notice that your monkey is actually uh, setting off a strange scent, uh, almost like uh, an odor, and you smell it flying overhead at this moment. And as you look up, you see a winged man with another man dangling from him, barfing onto the forest canopy. And you and your three brethren now chase them to the Elorian city. <laughs> that sounds about right, right, Mark? That sounds about right, yeah. It's been a wild ride with your character, I'll tell you that much. You might get yeah. the chance to sacrifice somebody tonight. <laughs> it's not the dead monkey. As we approach the climax of this chapter of Dawn of the Dark Star. I want to tell everybody listening today that we appreciate you tuning in, continuing to listen and support us, clicking the like button, sharing with your friends, even telling your grandmother all about it, and continue on this wild ride with us. We appreciate you every time you join in, and I appreciate everybody who plays in these games with their hearts fully open to the story.